Good morning, uh, Carly. The whole anti-vax argument is an uproar and it gets a lot of people fired up mm. and it gets very passionate. Uh, several NRL players are refusing to get the jab and the government's saying no jab, no play. Um, and the government will only allow expectations for those who can prove medically the jab will affect them. Now, some of these guys are on like 600 grand a year and they're going to be stood down without pay if they don't get the jab. Do you yeah. agree with this or disagree with it? I totally wholeheartedly disagree with this. Um, and the Gold Coast players, Bryce Cartwright and Brian Kelly, but you're like, wow, these guys have so much conviction in this argument. As you mentioned, they mm. are willing to sacrifice their whole careers. So obviously it's something they believe in. But what we've, we've got actually a medical professional on the line. Dr. Aileen from Thrive Medical. Hey, how are you going? Well, thank you. How are you? Good. First and foremost, what is the anti-vax argument that people are so passionate about? Like, why are people not getting vaccinated? Look, I think at the end of the day, a lot of it actually comes down to people don't like being told that they have to do something. Mm. So some of it is because people just don't like being told they have to do anything. It's like asking people to have the test for the coronavirus. You know, people don't like being told they have to do anything. Mm. But surely, and I think this is kind of the counter argument, is it's like it's got nothing to do with you. It's the fact that you're affecting me. So if someone refuses to get that shot, it's like, yeah, but now you're if impacting me, mate. And then it becomes, you know, a literally uh, a survival of the fittest kind of a selfish act. And that's exactly right. And that's what concerns us so much about it is that for us to have an effective vaccine and for us to actually have an impact on reducing the infection rate in the community we need everyone who can have the vaccine to try to have it and that's the problem that we see i just want to go back to that uh, anti-vax argument because we've seen so many celebrities come out and support this uh disappointingly one from cairns isabel lucas um but i just want to say obviously there's something in their mindset is it really coming down to as simple as they don't want to be told what to do because there's a lot of medical propaganda that's being perpetuated on social media about what vaccines actually do to you. Is there any weight in any of those arguments? Look, I don't think there is. I think that we do a lot. We have amazing research in Australia. We've got our National Centre for Immunisation Research and Surveillance who do a huge amount of monitoring of all of these vaccines. We've got our Australian Technical Advisory Group on Immunisation who monitor every year what happens with every single flu vaccine that's created and they look for side effects they look for any kind mm. of evidence that these are causing any harm and they're not finding that so no. i don't think there is evidence in what they're saying well because i've heard a lot of the arguments are you know if you get the flu shot it gives you the flu so it can make you sick so is it trick does does the do these shots give you a little bit of the sickness so your body can actually beat it and overcome it is that what these shots do some of them do. This particular one, if we're talking about the influenza vaccine, is not a live virus. So it's not made up of the actual virus. So it cannot give you the actual illness. What it does do is causes a challenge for your immune system, which tells you that it's working. And so sometimes you can get some side effects because of that. But it's not because it actually gives you the flu, because it's not a live virus. Now, as someone that every day is working in the medical profession that has gone for a lot of years uh, to university to study the medical professional profession, how damaging are these celebrities to our society that keep spruiking these messages? Well, look, it's incredibly damaging because the people who are most at risk, we know with influenza, the people who are most at risk are our really young, our children under five and our elderly and people with chronic medical conditions that are debilitating. If they do get the flu, they're at much higher risk of developing side effects, including dying from it. So having privileged people who are often rich, 
often in positions of power and often misleading the population about the effects and the problems with side effects of vaccination is really damaging for those at-risk populations. And that's who we should all be trying to actually protect. So it's about trying to protect our wider community and also protect the vulnerable. More recently, we've seen uh, Pete Evans' celebrity chef, which I don't know going to cooking school equates medical school, but anyway, uh, we've seen him recently get fined for giving misleading information about a lamp that supposedly helps um, with coronavirus. Do you, in your opinion as a medical professional, think that these celebrities and people that jump on social media and spread this misinformation should actually be punished for it? Absolutely. And again, you know, that's what our Therapeutic Goods Administration does is it monitors for misinformation like this. And we've seen an enormous amount, which is incredibly damaging, of people not listening to our public health advice, not listening to what the evidence actually says about this pandemic, you know, saying it doesn't exist. We know it exists. You only have to turn on the news to see. Cairns has been extremely lucky to date. That is not because it doesn't exist. <laughs> well, Dr. Tr- Dr. Aileen from Thrive Medical, thank you so much for joining us. No worries. Thank you.